thanks for tuning in to Leesburg Daily, a Monday through Friday podcast where we dive into the Word, study it together, and apply it to our lives. Uh, before we jump into today, I do want to ask if you would take just a moment and uh, on whatever podcasting service that you use, whether it be podcasts through, through the iPhone or Google or, or wherever, if you can go to this podcast and give it a five-star rating, even if you have to lie. Um, and, uh, and and like it or suggest it, uh, whatever their uh, 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 scoring uh, ability is. Uh, if you could thumbs up it or, or whatever it is, if you could do that, that would be a huge blessing uh, for me. Um, and that would also help the podcast uh, uh, keep rolling. Um, the more who listen to it, the more beneficial it is. And um, the more time should be put into it um that being said we pick up today in john chapter 10 uh we're starting in chapter i'm sorry verse 7 today um jesus has uh been dealing with this man born blind and as a result he is now uh, giving um somewhat of a uh, of a sermon or a prolonged teaching uh section here in john chapter 10 uh, yesterday in John chapter 10 verses 1 through 6 we talked about uh, Jesus starts using this imagery of a uh, of a shepherd and a, and a sheep pen and basically he says my sheep hear my voice and they will run away from from false voices or dangerous voices John tells us in verse 6 that this figure of speech Jesus had said to them uh, they didn't understand what he was trying to say to them and so jesus this is subtle but it's it's there jesus so gracefully tries to say it again he he rewords he he paints a new picture because of their lack of understanding john tells us and and if we just pause there and consider that for just a moment jesus retells and in some ways that is such a picture of of grace isn't it they had been told once but they didn't understand and so jesus jesus starts again jesus retells he shows patience by by restating and i'm so thankful to serve a god who who's that gracious <laughs> you know there are often times where where I, looking back i can see that god was telling me things I, at different times and I just wasn't listening maybe my ears weren't attuned maybe I was um, distracted by other voices I'm so gracious that Jesus starts again and he says to them again in verse 7 truly truly I say to you again he's using that phrase that phrase we've seen uh, before already truly truly or I tell you the truth uh we pointed this out earlier, you know, in the Greek, it's the amen, amen, they go hymen. It's to emphasize the importance of what's being said. He, he says, he starts off by saying, truly, truly, I say to you, or I tell you the truth, um, in, in a way that emphasizes the idea that you have to pay attention. And he says, I, I am the door to the sheep, or in some translations, it's the, the, the gate to the sheep. This is the, the third of seven of the main I am sayings um, 
that John displays in his gospel. Again, it's emphasized with a formula. I tell you the truth. You've got to pay attention. I am the gate or the door of the sheep. Now, at this point, it's important to to point out that the setting has now changed. Uh, in in this in this picture that he paints for them, previously we talked about how it was a village setting, um, and dealing with the courtyards and the narrow streets uh, that they opened to. Here, the setting is going to be the wide open country, uh, the wide open country that the shepherd would lead the the sheep into for grazing. And in the summer months, the shepherd and the sheep would spend the night out in the open country. Overnight, the sheep would would have been placed into a a roughly constructed round stone walled uh, enclosure of sorts. Uh, at the top of the the stone wall, it was covered with thorns to keep out wild animals. And inside the enclosure, the sheep would be safe as long as the entrance was secured by the shepherd. The shepherd throughout the night would sleep across the entrance. Uh, as there was no door, he would become the door or the doorkeeper. And so Jesus says, I tell you the truth, I am the door for the sheep or of the sheep. Here Jesus is portraying himself himself as the door, the, the door to the enclosure that protects the sheep. Jesus continued in verse 8. He says, All who ever came before me were thieves and robbers. They were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. You know, here it might be an allusion to Old Testament passages like in Jeremiah or Ezekiel, where the prophets pronounced judgment upon shepherds of Israel for their failure to care for the people. We see that throughout the Old Testament, when when God's prophets would, or, or priests or leaders would fail to protect the people. Now, however, uh, Jesus is 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 the protector. Uh, Jesus may have had in mind the messianic pretenders. You know, Matthew twenty four, for example, uh, Jesus predicts. He says there there will be false Christs and false prophets who will rise up and perform great signs and wonders uh, and lead people astray. Um, more likely, however, he's talking here um, not just about them, but also about the Jews who treated this blind man so badly. These leaders, Jesus says, the sheep didn't listen to them. I mean, think about it. The, the man who had been born blind certainly didn't listen to them. Those who belong to Jesus, the true shepherd, don't resonate with such thieves. The voices don't resonate on the ears of Jesus' sheep. Look at verse 9. Alluding again to the enclosures built for the sheep, Jesus says, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. In some translations, it says the door. So I am the door. If anyone enters through me, they will be saved. And he will go in and out and find and find pasture. As the sheep entering the stone enclosure, with the shepherd himself as the door, as they're safe, so the people who believe in Jesus are are eternally secure. 
as the shepherd leads his sheep out to find pasture during the day and brought them back in at night, uh, Jesus provides that type of safety for those who believe in, in him. Jesus adds here in verse 10, the thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. You know, Jesus depicted the Jews as sheep stealers who had who had no thought for the well-being of the people. They came only to steal and kill. They were like the wicked shepherds of Israel denounced by Jeremiah and Ezekiel. And Jesus is contrasting his ministry with theirs. And Jesus says, I've come so that they can have life and have it to the full. You know, the imagery of a shepherd ensuring that his sheep are well cared for. Um, it continues here. Jesus, the good shepherd, came into the world so that his people might have life, eternal life, and have it to the full. Now, to have eternal life is to know God through Jesus. And we'll see that developed more and more as John goes through this gospel. And the question is, well, what's it mean to have full life? Well, that could refer to either uh, enjoying the richness of uh, the richness of life uh, in relationship with God, as experienced now, and certainly we can we can all attest to that. Those of us who have a relationship with God because of Jesus know that there's richness in our life only because of the Good Shepherd's impact, because the Good Shepherd made a way for us to have this relationship. But it also could be uh, looking forward to the resurrection, the eternal life at the end of the age. And probably, I would suspect, both. Jesus says to, to have life to the full is, is, is something that we experience both now uh, as an already thing and we look forward to in the future as a, as a not yet. We live in this balance of the in-between of the now and the not yet. Let me read this passage one more time. Jesus uh, restates again for these Jewish leaders. Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, they will be saved and go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come so that they may have life and have it abundantly or to the full. That's where we pause today. We'll pick up tomorrow as Jesus continues in this monologue. But today we consider, Jesus says, I'm the doors. If anyone enters through me, they will be saved. We have to ask ourselves, what does that mean to enter through Jesus? As John has said several times throughout this gospel, and as he will continue to say, and as we'll see played out in the actions of the first church, to enter through Jesus, it's more than just mental affirmation. You know, John's writing all this so that we may have faith, so that we may come to believe, and this belief is not just mental affirmation, but it's practical in its application. To enter through Jesus, to enter in Jesus. It reminds me of what the early church and the the later uh, 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 
Paul, for example, he, he will talk about being clothed in Christ. I, I can't help but read this passage and consider what we do uh, as one of our sacraments here at the church, which is which is baptism. Now, there's a lot of debate as to what baptism does and, and, and all that. And I'm not interested in doing that, but I, but I can't read passages like this where Jesus says, I am the door if anyone enters through me and not think of what is later developed in the New Testament as baptism, where Paul says that in baptism we're joined with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, how he'll later say that we are clothed with Christ in his baptism. Well, listener, we can disagree as to the importance or the what baptism is, um, but I don't think we can disagree with the fact that it's an important part of what we do. Regardless of where you are in your in your walk of faith, uh, the question that I'm prompted to ask today is: is Have you entered through the door? Have you entered through the door? Jesus says, anyone who enters through the door, they will be saved. Uh, they'll come in and go out and find pasture. They'll find what they need to live each day. He later on says, I have come so they may have life and have it abundantly. Do you have that abundant life? Maybe the abundant life that you seek is not what you find uh, because you're being led astray by the wrong voices. Maybe you're listening to dangerous voices uh, who, who who seek to kill and destroy. Today, may we all evaluate the voices that we listen to, the voices that are in our head and the voices that are around us. I, I will tell you one of the best things to fight off those voices, not only uh, knowing the true shepherd's voice, but also a brotherhood of believers uh, who support you. And let me say this is Tuesday morning. Last night, our bold men's group was fantastic. Uh, it was a great turnout and it was a, a, a good night in one of those places where you can find people uh, who point you and help you hear the right voices. So if you're not involved in our bold men's group, or if you are uh, not, not a guy and you're a female and, and you're not involved in another group, I encourage you to get involved. You can find out more information at leesburg.cc. Of course, it's always you can feel free to reach out and I can help you in any way possible. Thanks so much for listening today. We'll pick up tomorrow in verse 11. God bless. Take care. Thanks for listening to Leesburg Daily.